What's going on, guys? Uh, welcome to the Success Shortcut Podcast. Today, I have a special guest. I have Finesity. Hi, guys. She's interning with us this semester, mm-hmm. and she had an awesome question. And I thought, like, hey, let's let's put this on the podcast. Why like, not? other people can like learn from this as well. So, for those of you that don't know, I'm a filmmaker, entrepreneur, and someone that's just like. Uh, trying to learn and get to the highest levels of both filmmaking and entrepreneurship. So each week, I'm trying to share something that I've learned or I'm currently learning and then kind of sharing what the little lessons are along the way. Cool. Cool? Yeah. Okay. So your question, um, and I'm going to paraphrase a little bit or if you want to chime in, um, is like, how do you pick which business idea to pursue? Yep, exactly. Is that right? Yep. Okay. Um, I think it's an awesome question because, like, we kind of got on the start of it because, like, we were talking about, like, oh, ideas, yeah, and like yeah, so like, many. There's so many, and I, I'm guilty of like, ooh, shiny object, shiny object. Me and too. I just want to like go after that, and then when it gets hard or difficult, then it's like, oh, it's not fun anymore. What's the other shiny object that I can chase or pursue? Right? Yeah, me too. Okay. Um, ooh, so wait, maybe maybe there's a couple of things. I, I'm taking some notes, guys. Uh, all right, I the number one note that I wrote here um, is something called product market fit. Do you know what that is by no. chance? Okay, it's no. it's basically kind of what it sounds like. So you got a product, and then there's like a market for it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it could be um, teenage boys are interested in a particular product that you make, whatever, or yeah. teenage people, right? Something, whatever. Um, so this whole concept of product market fit, it's very big in like the startup world right now. So there's this whole kind of branch of business um, called like startups. And like basically what these startups are trying to do is start a business from scratch usually. And they're trying to make it like really big. So yeah. the, the term is they're trying to like bring it to scale or, or scale the business. They don't want to make small businesses. They want to make businesses that they can, like, turn into, like, huge billion-dollar things. So think, like, Uber and, and like, uh, Airbnb and stuff like that. Those, those are all pretty new companies. And within a few years, they, like, kind of, like, grew huge, right? Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> the thing that they're all trying to achieve is this concept called product market fit. And basically, it's like you have a product, and then how well does that product solve a particular market's problem, mm-hmm. right? And then, like, the better you're able to solve the problem, and also, like, sort of the more unique the problem is, and, like, nobody else is doing it, the better, Yeah. right? Like Definitely. And you can so it's weird in the in the startup world. Um, there's there's no specific like metric that you can measure that says like, hey, you've got good product market fit. One of the things that they say that like I was studying is that they they just kind of say you know it when you have it. Uh, it's it's one of those things where it's like when it sort of like catches fire and your like customers are just signing up left and right, um, that's the ideal where you're like, yeah. whoa, we can't handle so many customers coming at us. 
Yeah. But if you're having to, like, force people to use your product, it's bad. You're in a kind of in a yes. bad situation, right? You yeah. know, if you're, like, having to spend millions of dollars trying to promote it and nobody wants it, you're in a bad spot. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, then it kind of leads to, like, okay, that sounds great, Jeff. How do I know which, uh, like, of well, my business ideas to choose, yeah. right? Okay. So, um, maybe then the, cri- the criteria can be this. Like, you can start to uh, do, like, some market analysis. You know, in fact, what you probably should do um, is you create a pitch deck. Pitch? Yeah, yeah pitch deck. Okay, all right, all right. So, um, yeah. so all the things that I'm sharing with you, just FYI, are I, I've learned kind of like on my own a little bit and then like, you know, reading different books and watching different YouTube videos or whatever. Locally in Hawaii, there's an amazing resource called Prex. Um, if you have an existing business, you can apply and then they'll go, they basically, it's like this very intense, quick, like one month thing where it's almost like a business grad school. Nice. Yeah. And they like teach you all this stuff. It's like amazing. And you get to meet all these other business owners so, in Hawaii. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. It's awesome. Pretty um, nice. if you don't have time to that for that, or if you're brand new, like you don't have a business yet and you don't qualify to apply, mm-hmm. um, there's a similar organization based in, I want to say in Silicon Valley, um, called Y Combinator. Yeah, it's weird. I never that <laughs> so the letter Y and then like Combinator, like combine Ader, basically, Combinator. Okay. And, and I can email you the yeah. links. The Y Combinator website and their YouTube channel, um, and they have like a thing you can like sign up and they have like all these online videos that you can just like watch Just learn like lessons straight up and like it's It is exactly kind of what I'm telling you and I'm trying to give you like maybe the nutshell version of this So, okay Kind of got a little tangent there, no. but those are resources that you can, can use, use after now. this. Yeah. right? okay, but So to find this product market fit, maybe the best thing to do is create a pitch deck because the pitch deck, you go through these various exercises to see how viable is your idea. Okay. Okay. And then, um, and then from there, then the second te- step would probably be to um, make uh, what's called a mini- minimum viable product. And then you can test sell that to see if anybody wants that. Okay. So they call it MVP for short, minimum viable product. So basically, um, you want to make like the simplest, quickest, dirtiest version that you can put together like today, okay. like really as quickly as you uh, as you can. Like, don't spend six months and like thousands and thousands of dollars trying to make it. Like, honestly, if you can make a version of it in in like a weekend, and then start to. St- uh, get it to your actual customers, like who you think might be interested in it. Um, You want to do that right away because what happens is you can then start to get feedback right away. Like, oh, the quality is really bad. Or like, oh, this this is a cool idea, but what if it had this? Yeah. Yeah. I can't. Okay, I see that. So um, the key is fast. You want to do it as quickly as possible so that you can, you're not wasting time. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, it's all trial and error at the end, I feel like, at the exactly. end of the day. Exactly. Because you exactly just learn what from is. whatever you start, and then you'll just build off of that. Exactly. Okay. And, like, the the pitch deck, you know, some people, you could actually skip the pitch deck. And just just make the thing and try it. Yeah. That's actually probably the maybe the best way to do it. Yeah. Um, because, like, the faster you can get these MVPs... Because then you'll start to you'll you'll have information that you can use for your pitch deck. Yeah, bring it over here. Yeah. I'm reading it, and I mean, it's so wait, really wait, tell good us book. tell us what's going so, on. So I have this book I just got, kind of uh -huh. like beginning of this semester. So as I was reading, it kind of tells you about like a little bit like stories of um, business owners, small business owners, bigger, but like kind of just how they started, mm. um, and then how it just took off and a lot of them what it says is they didn't put that much effort into like the startup it was just kind of like oh more organic more organically just kind of like grew like i guess in a way so yeah, i don't know i've just seen a lot of your points are coming from the book and i'm like okay so I'm, i think now is the time to just try here we go Don't so i found the um sort of a basic outline and you can actually google these oh um uh, just like investor pitch deck, pitch deck outline. So in this case, um, and these are just, these are slides like in a Google presentation or PowerPoint or something. But you just put down like what? Yeah. And like the whole idea with this pitch deck, there's a couple of things that you're doing with this. One is you're trying to like get your idea into a, into a small enough, um, like document that you can share it with investors okay. right and or other people like it can be people that you're trying to bring into your team right mm -hmm. and like the idea too is you want to just give enough information where they're like interested and they want to know more you're not trying to like give them all the all, information all at once because yeah. it's just too much you're just trying to pitch it first yes. and then see what they think exactly and then like you're focused on see investors they're focused on like do they think this business is viable? Do they think this business will make money? Um, investors are in the business of investing money to make more money, make more, right? Yeah. And like, same with business owners and business and startup founders. Like, yes, we have all these other missions of like, you know, we want to help the world, we want to help our communities, and so mm -hmm. on. And we should absolutely do that. But we're we're in business so in the society that we're in like sustainability not only is about like um you know protecting the earth protecting people but it's also a fine about financial sustainability yeah. like can we keep this thing going if you know we're doing like really incredible work to help the environment to help the community and to help people and so on but we can't sustain it because there's no money yeah. That's bad. Yeah. It's better if we have money somehow. to keep it yeah. sustained and do all those other things. Okay. So the outline. So for people that are listening on the podcast, um, first slide, introduction slash title slide. Second slide is like, what's the problem or the opportunity? Like what you're trying to solve. Third slide is your solution to it. The fourth slide is the market. So it's like, who is the market? How big is the market? And so on. Uh, the fifth slide is your team. Uh, sixth slide is the competition. The seventh slide is the business slash revenue model, how you're going to make money. Eighth slide is like go-to market strategy. How are you going to get it to the people? Uh, how are you going to promote it? That kind of thing. 
Uh, ninth slide, your financial project projections. And then the tenth slide, uh, the what you're asking for, like how much money you're asking for, how much you're going to give that investor in return for that money. And then potentially how you plan to exit the business. Meaning like if you guys, if you think like, you know what, um, five years from now or when we hit, you know, X revenue, we will do an IPO, meaning we'll we'll list it on the stock exchange. And then when you do that, like hopefully you have a good successful IPO, uh, everybody can make millions or billions. So yeah. Now, I th uh, to kind of reiterate, I think the place to start is like what they're saying. Just kind of get it going, put it out there, and then see like, yeah. oh, people are super interested in this thing. Yeah. And like, we're onto something or you're not. Because even before this... Uh, maybe you can do like a quick little back of a napkin kind of thing like okay i have this idea i you know based on like a quick couple of google searches i think the market that really could use this is you know x millions of dollars right okay. and like i kind of have an idea you know of promoting it this way and getting it out into the world this way but like you don't necessarily have to spend a bunch of time there spend more of your time like those first you know weekends or whatever put a very quick and dirty version together and then see How if people it. will actually do it okay yeah i have one more resource that i always recommend to people about this there's a guy um his name is noah kagan yeah excuse me noah kagan was like one of the very early first employees of facebook um, but he got fired and he always talks about it. And then, uh, but he went on to other startups, like I think fresh books and mint, I think. Um, and then he started his own thing where he created this, like a market online marketplace for tools to help startups and small businesses. Okay. And then since then he's been really successful with that. Um, and he has this thing called, like, he, he's pitched, it's a class that you can sign up for. And I think it's on sale right now because I saw a thing on YouTube where he's like, hey, I'm putting it on sale or whatever. So um, he walks you through, like, getting a minimum viable product within a weekend. And, like, he oh. wants you to sell, like, make your first dollar as quickly as possible. Because for him, and I agree with this, like when he talks about this, like there's different ways to test your thing. Like you could make a prototype version. Maybe it's just like, um, uh, like let's say you're, you want to make an app. You could make a prototype version. He talks about even making a prototype on paper and then just handing it to the, like a paper mock-up of uh -huh. what your app would do. Oh. Yeah. And then even like as if people like click the stuff, then you could just flip the page to like go to the next thing. I see. Okay. He's talking like that, like down and dirty because he knows and he like, and I agree with him that like the sooner you get in front of a person, then you can start to see like, uh, are they getting, do they even understand what this app does? Is this app even useful to them? Yeah. And so on and so forth. Right. And then, like, the faster that you can actually sell it, 
the better off you are because um, he'll he'll do this. He'll be like, okay, here's my paper version of the app, and then the person can like kind of play around with it and see what it's all about. Yeah. And then if he he'll ask them like, oh, what do you think? And then if they're just being nice, they'll be like, oh, I love it. I think it's great. But then he'll follow up. He'll be like, cool. Um, would you would you use it? And then they'll be like, yeah, yeah, I'll totally yeah. use it. I'll totally use it. It's like awesome. Um, would you be willing to give me five dollars right now, or ten dollars, or twenty dollars, or whatever your price is, yeah. as a pre-order, so that I can you know get it going or whatever. And then if they're serious and they actually do, do really it. like it, they'll be like, yeah, 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 I'll sign up right now. I'll give you five bucks. I'll give you whatever the ten bucks or whatever discounted price you give, right? Yeah. And then, but if they don't, they'll be like, ah, no, that's okay. That's how I don't, you know. That's how you know for real. That's just actually how you know. Yeah, versus someone just being nice to you. So getting the actual sale. Something. Yeah, because like even my own experience with like other business stuff that we've done, like I never count it as a client until they've given us money. Because like, you know, people yeah. are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're shopping around or whatever. They're, until they're, then. Yeah. Or they don't. They don't see the value in us or the way we do it. And so maybe we're doing something wrong, like in presenting it and so on. Yeah. You see where it's going to go after just the start of giving it out to them, I guess, in a way. Yeah. So does that help? Does it help it does answer help, the question? Yeah. But I also like, yes. and have a question like, say you have, you have passions, like say you have different ah. passions. How do you kind of like ah. pick one of those passions? Yeah. <sighs> Good question. Uh, okay. This is, to me, probably a little more opinion-based than more, like, there's not, I don't know how much data is behind this. Yeah. But um, all that other stuff, that's, like, what this whole startup world teaches, right? Okay. So, I think the passion thing is a personal question to answer. Um, for someone like me, I actually do need to be passionate about the thing because... Business is super challenging. It's competitive. It's uh, difficult to create something from nothing. Yeah. Uh, and you're taking all these risks and you're spending all this time and money and resources to make a thing that you're not sure if will actually succeed or not, right? Yeah, exactly. And um, oftentimes it requires a long-term commitment years before you see any kind of success from it. Even maybe even before you break even and you're just like, you're working so hard. Okay. So for me, I have to be passionate about it. Some other people, they don't. They're just like. It's something I like to do, but. They know they just into maybe they find something else about it that they can, they can sustain themselves through the tough times um, for whatever reason. Yeah. For me, I'm not that way. So I need, I need to. like, I need to find something that. I'm passionate about as well as has product market fit. Yeah. Um, now, with that said, uh, you can be passionate about lots of different kinds of experiences. Like, so some people, they're passionate about like helping people. So if you're passionate about helping people, that's very broad. You yeah. could, you like, you could make Uber, you could make Airbnb. You're helping people, right? Like. You know, arguably, Uber helps people get rides more easily. It helps people get a job or yeah. whatever. I mean, there's some arguments that that's not, like, you know, 
Uber's taking advantage of their drivers, whatever. <laughs> well, like in theory, you're, you know, so maybe you can get super excited about that and you're passionate about that. Um, you know, for me, I, 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 again, this is personal, like, I like to have like a creative element to my work and I like, I love like film and video mm -hmm. stuff and like I want to do that. So I'm trying to find like, okay, what's that product market fit that fits me too? Yeah. Hopefully there's something. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I, I think I'm realistic enough to know that like, well, that might not actually be the case. But I think it is the case. I don't know. We can talk no. about that later. But, <laughs> but yeah. So does that kind of answer that question? Yeah. 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 So, I think I just have like too many, like a lot of ideas. Just gotta like pick one. Yeah. I think I just want to. I think just go. pick one that you think just like what your gut instinct says. Yeah. This actually has a decent like market size. There's people that would be willing to pay for this thing. And then you have the, you want to have like some sort of competitive advantage. Like if somebody's already doing it and they're doing it like really great and really cheap. Uh, and it's like, what do you, like you got to ask yourself honestly, like, well, what do I actually bring to the table? Yeah. How am I solving the problem How else am better? I add to the market, I guess. Yeah. Exactly. So then that's where that whole pitch deck comes into play because it's like it's a much more formal approach to answering those kinds of questions. Yeah. Where it's like because it it has you it forces you to look at the market and be like, "Okay, what is the size of this market?" And if you go look up these templates like on Y Combinator or on Prex, they have these like Sam, Sam, Tom kind of thing and then like or Tam, I forget now. Um Sam, Sam, Tam. I'm messing it up. Anyway, if someone knows, put it in the comments. Um, and, uh, but like, it's a much more sort of like proven way to examine each one of those aspects of a business. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And then Y Combinator and Prex, they give you the tips on like, okay, what's sort of the best way to, um, you know, talk about. Uh, the problem or opportunity. And then when you're talking about it, like it forces you to think about the problem or opportunity. Like, is this a big enough problem that needs to be solved? Yeah, I guess like in a way, like if I have like multiple ideas, I can put it through like the first yes. three or four and see what yes. even, if it's even worth going to. The, like, exactly. The I almost feel like you stop. Look at the no, like look at the market first. and look at like the problem and see is it a big enough problem? Is there a market for it? Yeah. And then also look at the competition. Like, yeah, you don't, what they, they recommend is you actually don't want to go into something where there's no competition because um, they believe that if there's no competition, there must be something wrong. Like, there must be, like, you are approaching the problem in a way maybe that's already been, it's being solved Tried. some other way that you're just not aware of that like oh or nobody cares yeah. like it's not a big it's enough problem that nobody gives like any you know yeah about right yeah. so you want a little bit of competition or like a healthy amount of competition and then and then maybe it's like oh but all these guys are screwing it up like they're not doing a good job of it yeah. or we have something that's like new and innovative to the space that nobody's thought of Right. Like it's like Airbnb, right? Like hotels existed 
Yeah. And like bed and breakfast existed, but Airbnb gave away to like allow homeowners and apartment owners or whatever to rent out their place. And then for people that wanted like a better deal or uh, people that wanted to kind of experience something different than a hotel and they wanted like more of like a house, yeah. yeah. then it's like it solved that problem, you know? And like hotels didn't, they didn't realize it. And even hotels now, like I don't think a lot of them are getting into that Airbnb side. They just, it's sort of this like sort of separate thing. So, and then even with Uber, it's like, Taxis existed. You could call a taxi and get a taxi. Yeah. Now Uber's just one click, couple yeah, clicks away. Yeah, it just made it way easier. Yeah. So, I'm very curious what your ideas are. You don't have to yeah. share them now because, like, yeah. but maybe we can talk <laughs> later. Any other no, questions you, you mm. can think of? or? I was thinking, but then I forgot one. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess... No, I think that was something. Okay, yeah. let me ask you this. Because um, I always like tell, or I, I try to have this in the podcast. What's your actionable step? Like, what are you going to do next, do you think? Yeah, my next steps, honestly, are going to be to, like, list. That's my question, actually, ah. now that I think about it. But um, to list out my ideas, mm-hmm. put it through those, you know, find the market, find mm. um, who I'm competing against. Yes. And then also if it's even a problem that people are actually going to, you know, either have buyer yeah whatever i'm offering to them yeah and then after that put it through the all of the what is this thing what is this called? This pitch deck pitch deck yeah and i actually i'd rather 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 than do that i'd recommend go make that minimum viable product first make it first it. because like you this takes a while to put this all together yeah like when you this takes like a I mean, few it, weeks it actually definitely seem detailed yeah like it takes a few weeks to do it well, according to like how they want you to do it, which it's it's like the smart way to do it. But I would just say, um, shoot, just, just spend like a weekend, try and make a version, test it out, and then ask those questions of like, oh, do you like it? Is it yeah. something you would want? And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. I think that might be the problem. Can I get a just, uh, can I get a deposit? Yeah, yeah. I think it might be the problem too. With me is like, I do like some research, then I like stop it, and then. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can keep doing it like that. Or there's another idea that I have, but I think if I just stick to one, do it, yeah, and then come back to that after. I would say, that's, that's what I would say, because this is like sort of the, there's a couple things that help with that. When you make the MVP, when you make that minimum viable product and you get it to someone, it's exciting and it's it, it does fuel this thing. Like this kind of stuff can be kind of boring. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you can, like, these are points where you might quit. Whereas, like, you get in front of somebody, Dude, it's exciting. You're yeah. like, oh, man, are they going to like yeah. it? Are they not? Like, and you want to look at it with, um, like, an open mind. So I have this marketing mentor, um, and he he would say, uh, we want to play the role of the investigator, not the prognosticator. So the investigator asks questions. The prognosticator tries to make predictions. But if you've been in business long enough, you realize as much as we try and predict, we can't. It's hard. But when we put it in front of clients and then we ask questions like, oh, 
how do you like it? Like, what can we improve? And if they're honest, then we can get way better information and then we can fix the problems and then we can make a much better, better. product. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> yeah, he talks about, um, and this is like a common phrase in, in marketing. Fall in love with your customer, not your product. And normally people do it the other way around. They yeah. fall in love with their product. They're like, hey, I have the best thing. Yeah. And then... He needs to go out. He needs to do something. Yeah. And then they're like so attached to that product that when they give it to the market, they, then the market's like, nah, I don't want it. They're like, what? What are you crazy? Like, don't know. You really want it. Yeah. It's like, no, we don't. And then they, they spin their wheels for months and years and years and years trying to shove this project product down people's throats when they actually don't want it. But if you fall in love with your customer... And then you can like ask questions and listen to them and then see like, oh, okay. You can either bring it back, work on it, fix it, and then make it, then then they'll probably want it more. Yeah. Okay. Customers, solutions, market, competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Book. Yeah, exactly. And the resources. I'm yeah. good. I'm nice. I'm going to just hone down on it. Cool, cool, cool. Perfect. All right. Any other questions you can think of right now? Nope. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. No awesome. So here, we'll wrap this up. Um, all right. If you got something out of this, leave a review, leave a comment, thumbs up, share it. Uh, we're trying to build a community here, so please join us. And until next time, I'm Jeff Ulrich, and this has been the Success Shortcut Podcast. We'll see you later. Thank you. Bye.